Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this at the very end of August 2020. And this August has definitely been the longest Sunday night ever. For (laughs) sure. Welcome to episode 12, A Dozen Icebreakers. You get it? Dozen. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Let's give a shout out to Jen on Facebook. She's from Alberta, Canada. Yay. And we actually went to high school together. You and her? Yes. Awesome. And she listened to episode two mm-hmm. on number talks and she was she said she was intrigued about them and I guess didn't really know much about them. And she can't wait to try them out in her grade two, three split. So I cannot wait to hear how it goes for her. So Jen maybe Make sure you reach out again to so, let us know. To let us know, because I want to know how your journey is going. And it's funny that you brought up Number Talks because in my Facebook feed memories this morning, I saw that our friend Jill, our former coworker, yes. she had tagged me today. I think it was five years ago. She was getting a ped- pedicure and she held up a copy of the book and said, Look, Laura, some light reading that I'm doing oh my during my gosh. pedicure. Wow. So we, we do have some influence out there, I guess. Right, right. And just shows you how long we've been talking about <laughs> number talks. Well, we've presented at many conferences we together have, on number yes. talks. Yeah. So our reflection this week is... that at least if nothing else we can laugh at ourselves i hope that listeners you are laughing along with us because we've gone gone back and listened to our own episodes and i mean we just laugh at ourselves yep and if nothing else we hope to bring some joy into your lives during this very stressful time yes So good news. We're going to share some good news. No, you're going to share your good news. So my good news is I wrote a blog for Wipe Book and they posted it. Yay. So we're going to share that blog on our own page. Tell them how to get there. Go to www.learningthroughmath.com. Click on blog and you'll see Laura's blog. Yay! Let's get into today's topic, a dozen icebreakers. Tell us about the first one. The first one we thought would we could use find someone who, and I think this one has been around. Mm-hmm. I think teachers have been using it. The idea is that students would go around the room looking for someone who fits the category, right. the description of that box, mm-hmm. write that person's name in the box. There's obviously some of us are starting virtually. Mm-hmm. So this might be a little uh, one that might be a little more difficult to to do virtually, but we thought you could still do it using Google Slides, Mm -hmm. using a collaborative slides, you know, and students would go in and write down their names of someone who, and then, and you know, kind of just do it that way. Right, because we know above all this year, we have to just build relationships and get to know our kids, and our kids have to get to know each other. That's going to be the most important and really? the, most, the most difficult. Content comes second yeah. this year. Yeah. We're still in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, and we don't know the story behind these kids. Exactly. We don't know how they've been affected by COVID. We don't know if they've lost family members, if they've seen, you know, firsthand the the illness and what it does. We just don't know. No. So we, we just have to 
be there for them and get to know them on the personal level. Yeah. If if nothing else this year, this is the year to be that connected relationship building teacher. Yes. And I think that's why this episode is so important. I think this is something that we're going to have to do, not just week one. Uh We're doing icebreakers. You've got to think about what can you do almost daily. Yep. Really. Yeah. Daily activity to get to know them, to build that community virtually. Yes. Our second icebreaker is two truths and a lie. Tell everyone how that works. Students write down three statements. Mm -hmm. Two of them are true. One of them is a lie. One thing that you always have to remind students of is to write down something that might be true. Right, not the lie has to sound true. Right. Right? Like you're not going to say, I went up in SpaceX. You know, we know that's a lie. (laughs) Right. But then your truths also have to be surprising. Exactly. Right. So you could have written that you jumped out of an airplane. I use that all the time. (laughs) But I I didn't know that, and I might have picked that as your lie before. Yeah, I use skydiving all the time because it always, like, surprises people, throws the kids off. Hmm. Now I'm going to have to think about what my lie is. I don't know. I'll I'll figure that one out. Our third one is math about me. Okay. This one, students have to fill in a graphic organizer that has different categories like your age okay right and they have to create math equations that would that once they are solved will will give the answer nice now do they solve it or do the other kids solve it the other kids would solve it oh the students would just write down you know if they're 10, Mm -hmm. they could write down 20 divided by 2, and then that's their math equation to represent their age. I love it. And do the kids present this to the other kids? Right. And virtually, you could have this. They could easily do this too, right? Yes. You take a few minutes every day for the students to show their chart or their graphic graphic organizer, organizer, Mm -hmm. introduce themselves in mathematical equations. Nice. Which leads us kind of into number four, which is numbers about me. This is where the students would take a post-it note or virtually maybe do it on Jamboard and just write one number that's important to them. So maybe they pick their favorite number, like my favorite number is seven. What's your favorite number? 13. Oh, okay. And then we, the teacher would post all of these up or if you could do it in person, the kids would post it all up and then they would talk about how that number is important to them. The other thing you could do is try to make connections with numbers. So maybe if somebody else had a number six, we could say, oh, look, seven plus six is 13 and, yeah. and the, all those numbers. Now, six didn't have to be the person's favorite number. It could just be, be a number. Right. right. Maybe it's their their date of their birth or something. Or the number of members in their family. Exactly. Something like that. Which leads us to one of our favorites. Our fifth icebreaker is that's, that's me. me. <laughs> Go ahead and explain that one. Okay. Well, I just want to say we've done this with faculties at yes. our own schools. Yes. And it's so much fun. We'll talk about how to do this virtually. But in in person, it's where everyone gets in a big circle and you either put a piece of blue tape on the floor or a post-it note. And honestly, the blue tape is better because the post-it notes end up on the bottoms of people's shoes. They do. (laughs) So everybody just puts a little piece of blue painter's tape on the floor so it won't ruin the wax. And everyone stands on there except one person. One person stands in the middle and they say a statement. So they could say something like, I've been teaching for 20 or more years. And everybody that's been teaching for 20 or more years shouts out, that's me. And everyone then that said that's me has to move to a different piece of painter's tape on the floor and not be the 
you know, monkey in the middle, right. the one left over. Right. It's kind of like musical chairs, but right. right? But with yeah. no chairs. Right, no chairs. And and they, you don't take a chair away. It's just, yeah, it's like Ex- monkey in the middle meets musical chairs. Exactly. And just a disclaimer, some of these, now this one is actually called That's Me, but some of these we kind of just invented the, the, <laughs> the what name. they're called. <laughs> so if you're trying to find them on the internet, you might not be able to find them because we just made it up. But That's Me is a true one. That's Me is and a true one. And let's tell them about what we talked about, how to do this virtually. You virtually. came up with this idea. I did. It just Brilliant. like dawned on me. What you could do is have the students turn their cameras off, say a statement, mm-hmm. whatever that statement is. I have a sibling. Right. And then if that's them, they could turn their camera on and say, that's, that's me. me. Now they can't move. They can't move. But it would still be like. So uh, who would take the next statement? Because it's always the person in the middle that does the next statement. So maybe the last person to click in or the first person to click maybe in. Maybe the first person. I don't know. Or maybe you just randomize it and you just pick one of them right that would probably be the easiest because you don't want the kids to say i was last or i was first or wait to be the last person to click in right yes Yes. so just pick pick a just randomly pick right so it, it kind of loses a little bit of that competitive feel to it but you could totally it would still work i think it would still be fun and it would definitely help with the how to use that technology how to turn the camera on Mm -hmm. turn the camera off turn the microphone on turn it off right it's it's all these things that we've got to teach them but you could teach them through a game yes which also leads us to number six which is another one of my favorite icebreakers it's called takeoff touchdown this is where all the kids would in the classroom be sitting in their seat and once you say a statement that's true of them they stand up meaning take off right and then if you say they stay standing if the statement is true about them if they if you say a statement that's false about them then they would sit back down i like this virtually as well we talked about this before we recorded that all kids would have to have their cameras on the whole time but it literally gets them up and down moving out of their seats because did we talk about this in the last episode where we have to get the kids up and moving uh, yeah at least every 20 to 30 minutes yeah I don't know about you but during our preschool week this past week I found myself sitting so much yes that my butt hurt yeah really so I was even texting one of my friends okay I'm getting up make sure you get up that was for you Jen uh and she would text <laughs> me back you know thank you because we just forget there's a great chrome extension that actually stops you every 15 20 <gasps> minutes and it pops up on your screen and it's a big red screen like, i don't i don't remember what it's called okay. we'll put it in the show notes yep. so that it's there but yeah it's a great one it'll just i think you can even customize i haven't downloaded it yet because i was you know doing other Work. things but <laughs> you were busy <laughs> but i did want to i had full intentions of downloading it before monday starts okay. before virtual school starts because yeah we're going to need to stop and it's it's just a quick like do like stand up and do 10 jumping jacks exactly just a quick you know just a quick stop we need brain break yes yes absolutely going going to be necessary for both us and the kids that's for, for sure. sure. Number seven is using Flipgrid. Now, I, you know I love Flipgrid. I and really I do. I never used oh it. Oh my gosh, it's so good. I it's did so it once, fun. actually. Our friend Elise did a test with me. Yes. Right. Yeah, I was here when you did right, that. Right, right. Yeah. 
<laughs> Grid is a video recording app and website. That and it's free? It's free. Students can log in and it's all, it's very teacher friendly where you can, you don't have to have the kids post right away. The teacher can monitor what okay. the post is, whether what the video is before it gets like released to can, other students. Can this be integrated into Google Classroom or it's a separate You can, you app. can just share a link. It is a separate okay. app, but you could just share the link in the topic. Okay. And then it'll take them, it'll take them right to it. Do so they have very to easy. sign in? There's different ways that you can sign in. You can okay. go through an email or you can go through, a, a, they just write like a username or okay. a code. They are, they're a code. Do I, teachers make a class? Them? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. That's so like- teachers would have to make the class. Last year, I've done it both. Last year, I used the code that they used to log in was just their student number. So it was easy for them to remember. Right. The year before, it was through their email. So whichever way you want to do okay. it, it's they both work really nicely. But Flipgrid is a great way, even virtually or non-virtually. I loved it because it allowed me to see students at home. Yes. Right? And they got to introduce their parents and their pets and their This was even before this was before learning. yes. Okay. This was before all the virtual You did it at the beginning of the school year. Yes. So that you could get to know your kids. Right. And, and then and then throughout the year I used it for like a homework piece, like show me how you solved this. Uh, and that was I loved doing that. That was it was so beneficial. Yeah. I remember was, you sharing some of your yes, students' work yes. with me so and I could see it, it and be impressed. It was such a proud like teacher moment too because you can hear yourself oh. in them. You know what I mean? You, yes. can, you can hear your own teaching and the words <laughs> that you use and how they taught and it would like was reflecting how I taught and oh, it just warmed my heart. But Aww. yeah, Flipgrid is, I love it. It's top, top of, the, of my list of like tech tools. So maybe at the beginning you tell them do a Flipgrid about me, about right. yourself. About, about yourself. Introduce yourself. It, is it timed? The teacher can choose how long the videos are. Perfect. You can set it up for three minute video or one minute video or 30 seconds, whatever you want. And that's as long as the students have. So it's basically a TikTok for teachers. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> it really is. And it's editing. They can edit. They can oh put fonts. Gosh. They can put filters. They can put emojis. They've added so many more um, options to wow. it. Especially this year, I think they've really like stepped up their game. So check it out if you haven't done so already. Flipgrid is awesome. All right, we'll we'll link everything we possibly can in our show notes. And we've talked about Flipgrid before. We but, have. I mean, it's worth mentioning again. Okay, our eighth one is jumping on the Bitmoji wagon, which <laughs> I have not yet. <laughs> Listen, once you, you did, yes, right? once you go down this rabbit hole, it is deep. <laughs> Tough to get out of. It is very hard to get out of. But there are so many different ways, different options out there. I have seen where students could decorate a locker, Mm -hmm. decorate a cubby, decorate a hydro flask. I mean, the options are just Endless. endless. And it's a great activity in using tech, right? Copy and paste images how do they do this though in google classroom what you you would do is you would share make a copy with every student so you give them the template yes and then they get to create on top of it right okay really thinking about those technology skills that they need Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. inserting images copy and paste images moving resizing all these things that we've got to think about but now we're also doing it in a fun way as an icebreaker and getting to know you Mm mm-hmm 
I'm actually doing the hydro flask on Monday. So I'm really excited Aww. and I'll let you know how it goes. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Our ninth one is we're, we kind of named it math, draw or write autobiography. So there's a whole bunch in this. I got this idea from Kyle and John from their podcast. So I will definitely link it in the show notes. It's where kids finish a statement and I, I tweaked it three to three different statements last year with my fifth graders. I put math dot 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 math is dot 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 math is like dot 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 oh. so you could have them fill out one two or all three of them and also i had them on the back draw themselves learning math and i love doing it at the beginning of the year yes and then at the end of the year oh. the kids can see how i would ask them to do the same thing again at the end and how their mindset had changed over the year. Because honestly, most kids draw themselves sitting at a desk or the teacher is up at the board. And so many kids would just write something like seven times nine, you know, just very boring, you know, traditional teacher kind of thing. But by the end of the year, they would draw themselves doing what we do in our classroom. Oh, I love that. In a PD, we actually did that where we had to draw ourselves learning math. Mm -hmm. But I never thought of doing it as a as, at the end of the year and then comparing them. Yes. I love that. And unfortunately, we didn't get to do that this past year. Right. However, I did send them home with the kids. Oh, you did? I did because I saved them all year and I, I sent them oh, home. I'm in there. definitely going to have to do that. I love that. Uh, the other one, it's I just want to sneak this in. It's not really an icebreaker, but I also have the kids write their math autobiography. So, okay, they're in fifth grade. So they've had, since kindergarten, they've had different experiences as a student. I get to read about where they're coming from. Hmm. which helps me help them if they if I have to change their mindset right about learning math yeah I like that too our 10th one is popcorn yes I love this one too. this one's fun we can do this virtually easily as well yeah go ahead so everyone has to have their everyone has to have their cameras on and mics on it's where you rapid fire questions to the teacher you could also change this to students as well right so in the class in the classroom everyone would be sitting and then someone would just pop up and if two people or three people popped up at the same time it's so cool because they kind of looked at each other and would be like no you go ahead without even saying anything like the other kids would just sit down maybe we could even have them pop up at on the cameras <gasps> yes if you just tilt the camera up a little bit Ooh. right what if we did that and then they popped up maybe you could just see like the top <laughs> of their heads when they're sitting and then when they pop up you see their heads Yes. That might be fun. That might be fun. And they get to rapid fire questions to the teacher so that they get to know you and me as people. Right. Yeah, it might be a little chaotic, but fun. That's exactly. <laughs> we need a little chaos during And, and we need time. a little fun. Let's let's be real no, about that. We, we need, need a lot, lot of fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> Number 11, rank it. This is limitless. It I really think you is. could you could use this for so many different things. Mm -hmm. You could have them rank pizza. You could have them rank their favorite movies. You could have them rank their favorite strategies, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, how let's they just, solve. Okay. Let's talk about icebreakers, though. How they okay, could rank all right, things. All right. <laughs> uh, doing this virtually, you could create a Google form and you could just leave it multiple choice. You could. And just repeat, duplicate the question every mm -hmm. time where you have, what is your first choice? What is your second mm -hmm. choice? Your third choice I mean you could go as high as you wanted to right you know, or you could also do it as a drop down and they would just select the one that you know their first choice their second choice etc so they would rank their choices in a category 
So I could just open this up in Google Sheets. And right. I could filter it so that I could see the the one, the choice that was the most. Right. And you could even, I mean, listen, this is now you've collected data, <gasps> right? And now you could chart it. Oh and you could, I, there's so much more we could do with this. This 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 goes in many different directions. But, yeah. but, okay, let's focus back on icebreakers. On just an icebreaker. <laughs> but you're right. This could be endless for data. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> right? Yes. All right. I loved this one. You came up with this one. I did. I love it. Tell us. Okay. We're in our faculty meeting and thank goodness my guidance counselor said at the end of her little presentation, just remember to make it fun Mm -hmm. because this is a stressful time for everyone. We've got to make it fun. And then that was kind of like that moment of, of, oh my gosh, she's right. Got to let go. Mm -hmm. Take something off your, take a burden off your shoulders. Yes. So thank you, Tammy, for that. I appreciate it. I needed it. And it just hit me at that moment. I was like, what can I do to make it fun, mm-hmm. right? Kids love Kahoot. Kids love Kahoot. It's a fun game. They they get super competitive. It, they always get loud. <laughs> yes. Even though I tell them not to be loud. I'm like, guys, you're so loud. But our rooms are loud. I oh, know. Well. They are. They are. Because <laughs> uh, that's us. <laughs> that is. And I was thinking, how fun would it be to ha- make a question each for each child about them, about something that we've learned about them during that week of icebreakers oh and getting gosh. to know them. That would be so much fun. So I was thinking I needed to ask you, how are you as the teacher going to keep notes? Are you going to create a table with everyone's name in it and keep sure, notes? Sure, that sounds, or, that sounds okay. good. <laughs> I like that. I hadn't thought it through that much, but <laughs> well, I, you know I'm the logistics yeah, part. No, you know? I love that. That's 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 perfect. I'll just write down like the things that they like in each one of those boxes, and then create questions by the end of the week. Exactly. And I thought this would also what a great way to make them pay attention, yes. right? So many times they just doze off when someone that they're not, you know, they don't know a stranger who's mm-hmm. going to present about themselves or talking about themselves. They don't, there's not really anything to make them interested in it. But if you throw Kahoot in there. You just gave me another idea. What's that? Tell about us. the content during the week. Maybe you kind of keep notes on the sly as to who shared that strategy or Ooh. who said, you know, this connection to the text to self or because maybe during our content part, the kids might pay more, more attention. attention. You're right. So what other, and I'm throwing this at you right now. Okay. What other programs could we use besides Kahoot? Because we know it, it'll get old. Right. There's another one out there I love is quizzes. Yes. Q-U-I-Z-Z-I-Z-Z? Yes. Okay. I, I, yes. Well, whatever. We'll, 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 we'll link it. Yes. Quizzes I loved because first the question appears on their screen. It's not something that you need to project. Okay. Which is kind of can be a little tricky especially with you know distance we're in a google me and they can't all see the screen or whatever right and what i love about quizzes is that it's not you can take the time off (gasps) and they can go at their own pace even better and you can take off points for time so they're not rushed so academically i love using quizzes especially for those kids who need longer to just process absolutely 
right? And yep. it's not a race. And that's the thing. We want to make sure that they're not... Because Kahoot is a race. Kahoot is a race. Right. But quizzes can be set up so that it's not a race. I love it. Another thing you could do, I mean, you could even throw in... Remember when you did your Flipgrid, it was a puzzle of who who is it, oh, right? Oh, yes! So you could do it that way, too. Who oh. is this person? Oh, my gosh. And give clues. <gasps> yes. Right? Yes. And then my picture was underneath, right? Yes. Thank you. I totally forgot about that. Yep. <laughs> Let's jump into our challenge for this week. We would love for you to share an icebreaker with us because we are on the hunt constantly looking for new things and new ways to improve our teaching methods. We are on the hunt to be a case teacher. Thanks, other Karina. Right? Copy and steal everything. I always said beg, borrow, and steal, but case sounds much better. I'm going to be a case teacher. Yeah, me too. And then you're like, what's that? (laughs) Copy and steal everything. That's right. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learningthroughmath. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.